Good afternoon. I'm going to get you an update on the USDA report that came out at 11 o'clock here. Uh, the USDA updated the old crop and the new crop balance sheets. We'll start with cotton, uh, where in a surprise move, they lowered uh, this year's old crop carryout. They lowered next year's new crop carryout and have got now new crop carryout for next year at 2.9 million bales. So we are hovering already at pipeline inventories for new crop cotton. And so now, um, and they've just been slowly acknowledging the increase in demand. That's been the challenge for them for the last six to eight months as they've underreported demand and it's slowly catching up to them. So now the debate in cotton is what are the real acres? We continue to hear reports of lost acres now in Texas due to high sorghum prices and a wet planting and a late planting of cotton. We're hearing uh, loss of cotton acres in Kansas, uh, central Texas. Um, boy, you name it, it we're, we're dropping like flies on cotton planted acres. So I'm going to be, I believe, conservative in my estimate of 1 million acres. We'll find out more over the next several months, but 1 million acres equals about a 2 million bale drop in production and essentially runs our carryout down to a million bales, which is completely unattainable and would force severe demand rationing. So it confirms my suspicion that we are headed toward a 95 to $1 new crop cotton market. And if you remember from my charts in the past, that 97, 98 cent area is an area of heavy, heavy resistance. I still believe that will be the case. And we would need probably an additional weather problem to get us through there. But of course, it's a long summer. Texas has now flipped to incredibly hot as it is 104 and 105 south of Lubbock. Uh, we've got some areas of the delta under four feet of water. Uh, Thousands and thousands of acres have been flooded. And so we're not off to a particularly good start right now on cotton uh, plantings and cotton acres and subsequent cotton yields. The other concern would be, of course, the late planted cotton in Lubbock area. In general, everybody's about, I would guess, about two weeks late getting the crop in the ground. And now we're open to a possible growing degree units problem. We're going to need a warm, long summer, lots of sunlight. We're going to need a warm fall, lots of sunlight in the fall. Otherwise, we may fall victim to an early frost <clears throat> or a cool down that could do, you know, uh, real big damage to the crop. So we're going to be open to susceptible to problems on the production side basically all summer long. So plan on cotton at some point here getting to 95 cents whereby we will do some risk management. We will probably sell a portion of the crop and buy puts under the rest of it. And I will talk with you individually as to how you want to approach that. Uh, in the corn market, the USDA lowered the corn carryout more than what the market expected. We were looking for a 1.2 billion bushel carryout. They came in at 1.1. Same thing on the new crop. We were looking for 1.423, came in at 1.35. So both estimates were lower than expected. Corn market immediately shot higher and then worked its way lower, um, you know, well off the highs throughout the whole day. But make no mistake about it, this, is an, this was a very, very bullish report from the USDA on corn. 
Uh, how the market wants to trade it, I don't really care. I, I think they're slowly coming to the realization that they're off on the old crop carryout. We've talked about that for a long time. They're still very much underreported on export sales. They're very much underreported on crush. But uh, leave it to the USDA to completely slow roll the uh, the d- adjustments on demand to, as to not shock the market in any one report. But believe you me, with this this old crop carryout's headed below a billion bushels. So the squeeze will continue to be on, uh, and, and the market traded it today heavily inverted. The July led the market as demand continues to may, remain very, very strong. The focus uh, will continue to be on weather going forward, and we'll talk about that here in a second. Soybeans, the surprise was uh, an increase in the carryout. They lowered the crush. The market was expecting a small increase in the carryout. <clears throat> but what we got was a big increase in the carryout of about um, 15 million bushels. So they were very selective on what they chose because they're still way behind on export sales on soybeans. But again, as to not shock the market in one big report on corn and beans, they chose to raise the carryout on old crop beans, raise the carryout on new crop beans. So we got a, quote, bearish soybean report. Um, market had handled it pretty well with the nearby down, uh, you know, almost 20 cents, and then the new crop up almost 10. So the new crop market absolutely not believing the USDA data. Wheat, uh, no changes in the numbers, minuscule changes in the data there. Global corn stocks unchanged, global bean stocks unchanged, and global wheat stocks unchanged for the old crop. Uh, and new crop. They did not change the Brazil crop very much. The Brazil estimate went from 102 down to 98. Private private forecasters have the estimate around 90 million metric tons. So the USDA is still 8 million metric tons off on the estimate in Brazil. <clears throat> and of course, that would have um, you know a direct impact on the balance sheet for the global carryout, right? And so they continue to slow roll even massive crop losses in Brazil that are well known by the industry, right? And so that 8 million metric ton adjustment that's still coming on the global balance sheet equals 300 million bushels of, of, of corn. So, you know, now that the report is out there uh, and, and traded, we've got maybe one more day of trading the report, but there wasn't enough data in this report to really move the markets in any direction. Um, it's just a slow grinding confirmation that they're wrong on the demand. That, that, that feature continues to be key here. And then no changes on the production side, obviously, this early in the game. So we're going to be back to weather, and the models are now both the GFS and the Euro model that were in conflict for the second half of June are now together confirming a hotter, drier pattern for the second half of June uh, in the upper Midwest. And so maybe that's what the market's waiting on is confirmation of that. Uh, But believe me, if if those models are right and we confirm, then we're going to start seeing corn burning up in Wisconsin, uh, Minnesota, Iowa, Dakotas, and even into northern Illinois. So uh, we're back to weather now. And, and then, of course, with these balance sheets uh, tightening on corn, tightening on cotton, and, and uh, still relatively tight on soybeans, any production hiccup leads to extraordinary volatility. So my view on marketing has not changed out of this report. 
I'm expecting these models to verify the hot and the dry for second half June. I'm expecting the market to then race and retest the old highs at 843 corn on July. And then, then that would put new crop corn at $7. I'm expecting new crop, uh, old crop beans to still rally up to 18 and then taking new crop beans up to 16, whereby we will uh, go ahead and do another round of marketing. If we hit those targets, we will exit one-third of our calls and then hold on to two-thirds for the possibility of continued dryness through July, whereby the balance sheets would tighten even more and become far more volatile through the summer. So just uh, wanted to stick, let you know what the marketing plan is. Stick to that. Wheat will get dragged up with it at some point now that we're digesting the harvest on the wheat. Um, I'm still expecting a move back to that 750 area on wheat uh, here relatively soon. So stay patient on this. Uh, again, these are my opinions and not those of ADM. Have a wonderful rest of the day. Thank you.